Presents Football Time. Hey, hey, welcome to the Football Time Podcast. We're here with our man, Achilles Rain, to do the NFL Week 12 picks. Are you ready to get into it? Yes, I am definitely ready to get into it. Uh, we got turkey cooking. We've got pie in the oven. I think we're ready to go. All right. It's our special holiday edition so let's get into first our Ringer FanDuel Mega Contest Mutual Picks. We went two and three last week. That brings our overall record to 29 and 27. After a hot start, we've fallen off a little bit. But I'm blaming you for this week. Uh, I think you uh, corrupted the system here and uh, we got some L's that we shouldn't have. Let's see. I want to I hear which ones they were because. Uh... I'm here to defend myself to the uh, to the tooth. All right. First off, we have the Seattle Seahawks minus three and a half. I will say that was definitely a mutual. Both you and me agreed, and uh, I think we both put wagering on the Seattle Seahawks. Next up, we have the New England Patriots uh, in a half-point favorite line. This one, I'm blaming you, or possibly a significant other who has... Patriots love inner blood system. So uh, I think this one's your fault here. Okay. <laughs> Listen, my wife is definitely a Patriots fan. But to be fair, she did not pick the Patriots. And I remember you had some Patriot love. And I said, okay, we're going to go with your pick. We're going to take the Patriots. But I'll, I'll take the heat since you're the host. That's correct. Now, really, the next one I put fully on you. The Cincinnati Bengals, plus one and a half versus the Washington football team. That one, I can for sure say I had no part of. <laughs> okay, so yeah, that one that one was definitely on me. But to be fair, they were winning that game if Joe, Joe Burrow didn't get hurt. I'm not going to believe that. I believe the... Football team had full control the whole time. Next up, we have the Kansas City Chiefs at the Las Vegas Raiders, minus six and a half. You know my rules. I would have never broken them. Road favorites. Never in my life have I ever taken road favorites, except possibly for this week's picks, which I might have a whole heap of them on. Oh, God. You, you realize that I have my phone handy right here with me? Uh, that way I can over, you know, go through with my actual picks for the week, but I can actually pull up the show where you said this week, I'm going against my own rules and I am going with the road favorite. <laughs> All right. And next up my brilliant pick for the week, the Los Angeles Rams plus three and a half first, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I knew it from the start. I really liked this game. You are a little doubtful on your Rams, and uh, I really had to talk you into this one. So uh, the two wins, one was both of ours, one was definitely mine, and the three losses all can be laid right flatly on your plate here. Oh, wow. I can't, I can't believe that you're really going to turn the tables like that. You know what? I'm not even going to argue with you. Uh, anyone who listens will know exactly how it goes, and they know how much love I have for my team. 
All right. You're probably correct. The only one I can slightly lay blame on is the Bengals. And I probably let you have the option. And I think our other option might have been the Atlanta Falcons, which uh, <laughs> would have looked <laughs> even worse than the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, at least we had the quarterback excuse for uh, this one. I'll tell you, if you if you didn't if you were so full of knowledge and you wouldn't have told me about uh, the situation with injuries over in Carolina, we would have had another winner and we would have looked like geniuses. Yes, definitely. All right. So uh, we're gonna get into our mutual picks for week twelve. Are you ready to go through the lines and see what we like this week? Yeah, let's do this. All right. First up, the Houston Texans at the Detroit Lions, the Thanksgiving tradition that is the Detroit Lions. The Detroit Lions getting two and a half points. Um, this is a auto stay away because I have no clue what I'm getting from either team. Do you have a handicapping theory on where to go with the Texans at the Lions? Well, I, I do like the Texans to win this game. But I, I'm not taking any action whatsoever uh, just because both teams have been up and down all season long, and I'm not willing to risk our uh, just above 500 record <laughs> on either the Lions or the Texans. <laughs> well, we still got about two hours before uh, this game kicks off. Uh, I've told myself I am not taking any action on this game, but uh, it's possible I talk myself into the Lions. But... Uh, it will have to be a lot of negotiating. So I I think we're just probably on a uh, hard pass on this game overall for both of us. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely not a game that we want to jump on for our mutual picks, um, although they might come up later on our individual picks. Yes. All right. Next up, the Washington football team at the Dallas Cowboys. Dallas Cowboys, two-and-a-half-point favorites. Where are we sitting with this game? I, once again, am probably on a hard pass, but uh, this one I think I'm going to have a little bit harder time talking myself out of as uh, food is being eaten. I'm getting a little antsy and restless. Only so much college basketball can uh, suffice me from betting on this game, and uh, I'm leaning a little bit the Washington way. Where are we leaning with yourself? Uh, and I'm actually leaning a little bit the opposite direction. Oh God, we're going back on the Cowboys bandwagon. Well, well I'm not going to. I'm not going to take this game at all. Uh, I don't want any action in this game for that same. I told myself I wouldn't take the Cowboys for the rest of the year, and I'm sticking to my guns. But I do want to say that they've been playing a lot better as of late over the last few weeks. And uh, this being a divisional opponent, I could see. A, I could see the Cowboys probably sneaking out. I think they're three point dogs. They're up to three, yes. No, they're three-point favorites. Uh, well, three-point favorites. I mean, this is definitely probably a field goal game, so I'm not touching this game. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to demand to see your phone and the BetMGM app the next time I run into you. I want to make sure there's no Cowboys action hidden away in there. No. <laughs> okay, I'll come clean. So there is Cowboy action on, on my app right now. <laughs> <laughs> but that's only because... I need something to get excited about for today. I, I mean, have you seen the slate of games we've got going on? Yes, I know. And we're about to get to the next one. I think we're both a hard pass on this one, too, for our mutuals. The next game was the only good game, but is no longer a Turkey Day game. Ravens at Steelers. Steelers minus four and a half. 
I'm assuming since they moved the game, COVID issues and guys will be back for the Ravens. I don't really know. It's kind of hard to tell right now. Uh, it does make me a little nervous if the Ravens have no running backs, considering uh, their only means of offense so far this year has been running the ball. So uh, are you riding the Steelers here, or this is just a definite stay away right now? Well, I'll tell you this much. When they do play, the Steelers are going to win this game. But I'm staying away from it. I'm not taking it. I'm not taking any action on it because as of this morning, uh, just kind of scrolling through my local feeds, uh, apparently there are more players that are coming, they're testing positive for COVID now uh, within the uh, Baltimore organization. And the NFL apparently is taking a hard look at the situation and kind of uh, they're basically just staying put, waiting, see what's going to happen, see what – uh, further tests are going to reveal, but this game might be postponed even further if it continues this way. So I'm not having any action whatsoever on this game. Yeah, I'm a definite stay away. All right, we'll move on. And uh, the next one up, you might not like my feelings going uh, one way or the other. I think you probably know where my feelings will lie once I read it, uh, especially after I publicized this team so hard earlier in the week on our recap show, and then I'm ready to take against them. We have the Oakland Raiders at the Atlanta Falcons. The Falcons getting two and a half points. Can I convince you that this Atlanta Falcons team will upset the Oakland Raiders? No. I, I, <laughs> I, I, listen, I mean, last week I was probably a little higher on the Falcons than I am this week. And that's just because we didn't know what the situation quarterback situation was going to be with uh, New Orleans. But as far as taking them this week, listen, the Raiders, they've shown us time and time, time and time again, that they're pretty tough and they're a gritty team and they're going to come at you. They're going to be physical with you. Um, we both thought that the chiefs would kind of roll over them this last week. Uh, but I did say that depending on the outcome of that game, it would either raise my respect level for them or it would, basically kind of proved to me that I was right about them all along. And uh, I'll be, I'll be completely blunt. I was wrong. Uh, I thought that they weren't really that good. I thought that a lot of it was a big mirage, but they're gritty, man. They're, they're tough and, you know, they're not great and they're not a good team, you know, by any means, but they're going to play you hard. And there's a good chance that because they have a running back that can pound the ball and they have, you know, some good weapons at wide receiver, a big tight end, there's a shot they could win a game. So if I had to pick one, I would pick the Raiders this week. All right. I will stay away from the Falcons. It should probably be noted. They probably don't make their way into my picks. So that should pretty much tell you all I feel about this. But uh, by Sunday, I, I don't know if I'm going to be able to resist. I, I'm feeling an o uh, Oakland. Well, <laughs> Oakland would definitely let me down, but uh, I'm feeling a Vegas letdown, especially after we uh, hyped them up so hard on uh, our Tuesday podcast and talked about how great they were. I'm feeling like uh, an Atlanta explosion might come and beat the Raiders this week, but uh, that could just be because I end up looking at the Atlanta Falcons rosters and stat lines every and week and uh, wonder how this team doesn't win games. And, I mean, that's really possible. Uh, it, I could definitely see that happening, which is why we're just going to stay away from this game. All right. No more Atlanta, at least for another week, before I try to convince you that they're going to find their mojo and uh, 
return back to the Super Bowl. I'm going to check your MGM app <laughs> after this is done. You you won't you shouldn't do that because I guarantee you <laughs> it's going to be on there by Sunday. All right. The Los Angeles Chargers at the Buffalo Bills. Buffalo Bills minus five and a half. So this one I will push a little harder on. I'm all about the Bills in this one. Uh, Los Angeles Chargers coming across the country. Uh, Bills coming off a bye. Just think they uh, light the scoreboard up uh, here. The weather didn't look too uh, atrocious, but uh, I don't quite yet know who that hurts more. But uh, I feel like Los Angeles would be a little bit more hurt than Buffalo. But uh, as I've said, the Buffalo offense sort of is a domish, uh, warm weather type team. But uh, I just see a runaway here for Buffalo. What are you seeing? Uh, I, I mean, I see it a little bit tighter than you do, but I still foresee uh, Buffalo covering this spread. So uh, you want to roll with Buffalo? I'm down with Buffalo. All right. So we got the Buffalo Bills, our first mutual pick in the Ringer Fan Duel contest. We'll move on to the next one. I have a little bit of a feel here, but uh, we're breaking rules. And uh, like we did before when we broke rules and uh, you cost us a big loss with the Kansas City (laughs) Chiefs. I might be able to be talked out of this one. The New York Giants at the Cincinnati Bengals. New York Giants minus four and a half. Talk me out of wanting the Giants here, especially for some reason them being a four and a half point road favorite. But uh, I keep seeing the uh, Brandon Allen is playing quarterback for the Cincinnati Bengals. And uh, I watched him at college at Arkansas. He was a terrible college quarterback. I don't think that's conducive to becoming a good NFL quarterback. Uh, I will tell you that, you know, he did uh, hold the title for, even if it was for a short while, of uh, a Rams quarterback. Um, So I I will second that uh, and say that, yeah, he's probably not that good. But uh, believe it or not, if you're feeling a little giant love at four, what is four and a half? Yeah, the four and a half... uh, Makes me a tad nervous because uh, once everybody starts heaping parries on the Giants, this is when they start to lose 31-7 to Brandon Allen at quarterback for Cincinnati. So uh, you tell me your feel on this one. Yeah, uh, I, I have a feeling that New York is going to win this game. Uh, by how much, I wouldn't be able to tell you. Uh, but at four and a half, I, I feel like it's... I mean, <laughs> do we got to slot this in the maybe category and see if we yeah. come back to it? Yeah, I think I think we keep it in the maybe maybe column. I, I have a feeling about New York, but it, you know, just it could be a tight one. And I don't know, maybe let's keep it on the maybe column. All right, we'll put it on the maybe column. All right, next up, the Tennessee Titans at the Indianapolis Colts. Colts three and a half point favorites. Uh, entertaining game. Uh, big game for the division, but uh, I want nothing uh, to do with it handicapping-wise. Where are you with this? Uh, I don't want any action as far as for our mutual picks with this game, uh, but I do like Tennessee. I think that Tennessee comes out and uh, upsets the Colts in this one. Oh, nice. Will that uh, possibly come up later in some picks? It's very possible. All right, so you're leaning Titans. I... I, if I had to make a choice, I'd probably lean Titans, but uh, since they played uh, a week ago it uh, and the Titans got blitzed, it, it just makes me a little nervous to then two weeks later jump on the uh, 
Titans with only getting three and a half points when they lost to, by about 20 the week before. And uh, our man Dynamite David hyping that the punter is returning didn't quite sway me uh, to the point of <laughs> in love with the Tennessee Titans. I mean, go back and look at film from last week. If they had the punter, I think they win that game. <laughs> All right. We're handicapping with how the punter is going. but uh... don't, be, don't be mad, Dynamite. Don't be mad. <laughs> All right, next up, uh, I think we'll, I will not be breaking my rule for this one. The Cleveland Browns at the Jacksonville Jaguars. Jaguars getting six and a half points. I think the Browns will win and win easy. Mike Glennon at quarterback uh, is a train wreck, but uh, me taking the Cleveland Browns as six and a half point favorites on the road is uh, essentially always a no-go, probably till the end of my days. Yeah, I'm 100% with you there. Uh, even though we know that they are going to beat every single bad team because they're better than a bad team, they're still not good. And at six and a half, I want nothing to do with it. But I will say this, Glennon is very tall. Well, uh, if that was a factor in being able to complete <laughs> passes, I'd put it in there. But uh, mostly I just see him taking a long release and throwing a lot of interceptions. But uh, no way I'm taking the Browns' uh, six-and-a-half-point road favorites uh, when they seem to sometimes struggle to score six-and-a-half points in a game. Uh, so I uh, will pass on that one. Next up, this one was a little tricky for me, but I think I'll end up passing on it. But uh, Carolina Panthers at the Minnesota Vikings. Vikings' four-and-a-half-point favorites. Uh I have a little bit of a lean here on Carolina. You know I've liked Carolina all year long when they're underdogs like this, but uh, the uh, Dalvin Cook versus this uh, Carolina Panthers defense uh, gives me a little bit of a nervous factor here. Yeah, that's the only pause for concern that I have is how much is Cook going to feed into this game? Um, He's a scary guy to go up against. And, you know, if it's going to be a heavy Cook game, you could see a low scoring game and, you know, uh, the, the, uh, the control heavily on the side of the Vikings, but I have a feeling about Carolina this week. I'm not going to force you to take it in a mutual picks. Cause I probably wouldn't want to take it for a mutual picks, but it may come up later. Oh my. If you could tell me Kirk cousins was going to throw 30 times. I definitely lean towards the Panthers, but I, I'm very fearful. We get like a, uh, 17 to 3 type game and the Vikings have the ball the whole time. Uh also uh while I love PJ Walker, uh first uh road start even if it is versus a bad Minnesota defense uh makes me a tad nervous as well. See, there you go again, ruining my mojo. Here here I was thinking that there was a chance Teddy Bridgewater was going to play. Now they said he was probably doubtful. They didn't okay. rule him out, but uh the coaches speak, uh, leaning wise, uh, seemed like PJ was going to be the guy again. So, uh, 
but I'm more pro PJ than you. You're you're a you're a Teddy Two Gloves guy. I'm a PJ guy. So uh, he he threw two really really bad interceptions in the end zone. Somehow they still managed to win that game. Yes, because he also threw the ball downfield on like Teddy Bridgewater in his two yard swing pass game. Hey, he throws balls down the field every now and then. I mean, he manages the game. That's the what he's there for. Five yard slant to Robbie Anderson, who then breaks five tackles and runs it down there, does not count as throwing it downfield. Listen, I, I don't want to know what the, the the beginning of the play is. I want to know how the play ends. And it's ended pretty well for them a few times, so I'm going to stick to my guns here. All right, next up. Um, I don't even know if I should read this because I'm telling you right now, this is auto pass. Arizona Cardinals at the New England Patriots. Patriots getting... Two and a half points. I want nothing with Arizona going across the country into cold weather. And uh, I blamed you with the Pats, but really it was both of us. And uh, I'm not taking the Pats again the rest of the year. They are way too odd for me to want to wager money on them. Where are you with this? Um, I'm halfway there with you. Um, I don't want any action on this game from a mutual pick standpoint. And I'll leave, I'll leave it at that. Oh, God. <laughs> are you going with the Pats or are you going oh, with no. the Cardinals? No, I, I like the Cardinals to win this game. Oh, no. Does the wife know this is on Facebook Live and she can hear this? Is she going um, to burst through the door? Listen, I, I may have sent her a text letting her know that we were live on Facebook. Uh, not sure if she got it because she's, you know, really uh, – Elbows deep in getting some uh, Thanksgiving feasts ready, so. It's possible you might be poisoned now that you've hinted at Cardinals takeage here. Listen, if you don't see me for, you know, next week at work, you know what happened. <laughs> All right, we'll move on. Next up, some more rule breaking might go on here. The Miami Dolphins at the New York Jets. The Jets are getting six and a half points. I want back on my Dolphins bandwagon this week. They need the game really bad. I see no way where this uh, Jets offense will be able to score on this Miami defense. And uh, if there's ever a get-right game for Tua, I think it's uh, this one right here with the Miami Dolphins, even though it is a, almost a touchdown point favorite on the road. Yes, it is almost a touchdown point favorite, but it's also the New York Jets. And even though they've picked up their play ever so slightly based off where they were before that. It's pretty bad. But as you can see, I had my pen in my hand ready to write down Miami as soon as you start talking about the game because I knew this was going to be one of our mutual picks. All right. Good work. Okay. So we'll move on to the New Orleans Saints at the Denver Broncos. I don't know if I will try to talk you into this one, but uh, more ru rule breaking might go on. It's a very rule breaking weekend for me, which probably means after a good couple weeks, I'm going to get murdered this week. But uh, Saints five and a half point favorites versus the Broncos. I don't see the Broncos offense keeping them in the game versus the Saints. And uh, therefore, I think the defense will turn it off and shut it down, and uh, we're back to the Broncos getting mauled. But uh, it's a very tough take, taking a team five-and-a-half-point favorites in Denver, even if it is the Saints. But uh, I like the Saints here. 
I also like the Saints. Um, I, I have to admit that I am a little concerned just because we've only seen one game, you know, uh, out of the 30-year-old quarterback. But I feel like the defense steps up when they need to. They're not a great defense, but they're a very, uh, you know, based off whether they need to really play well, they, they tend to step up. So uh, I feel like the defense will do enough to keep that anemic Broncos offense at bay. So let's roll with, let's roll with the Saints. All right, let's roll with the Saints. Okay, next up, San Francisco 49ers at the Los Angeles Rams. Minus six and a half point favorites. Like the Rams, but uh, a touchdown. When I wrote this down, I was, uh, the eyes raised. I was like, oh, that's, I thought it was going to be four for sure. And it uh, ended up being uh, six and a half. And I just couldn't make myself grab this six and a half points, especially when the uh, Niners tend to play the Rams pretty well. Yeah, divisional opponents uh, in the NFC West always play each other tough. And as much as I love my Rams, um, yeah, at six, I don't want any action on this right now. The other thing is, uh, I don't know how sort of healthy the Niners are, but uh, they are getting a couple of their offensive guys backs, which makes me a little bit nervous as well. Yeah, there's a there's a chance that uh, Debo uh, plays. There's a chance that uh, Morstead plays. But um, to be honest with you, I'm not scared, even if they do play. Uh I still think that the Rams right now are playing their best football so far this year. So it doesn't scare me. It's just that spread that scares yeah, me. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be scared of a loss, but uh, I would be scared that the Niners can, you know, put a couple touchdowns on there with uh, some, you know, solid playmakers back in there and uh, this spread doesn't get co- covered, uh, especially if the Rams sort of uh, capitulate and that both teams run the ball a lot and, you know, this clock winds down and there's just not enough uh, plays in the game for a large separation. Yeah, and I, I mean, listen, I love the Rams, but unlike, and I'm not even going to say his name, unlike a certain contributor to a certain sports space that I saw on Twitter today that called out that the Rams only have three defensive players, the guy's making a big mistake, but I, even I as a fan can admit that I will not take a six-point spread. Well, you can have three defensive players if they're three of the best in the NFL currently. So uh, it sort of works out nicely that way. I tip my hat to you, sir. (laughs) All right. Next up, the Kansas City Chiefs at the Tampa Bay Bucks. The Kansas City Chiefs are two-and-a-half-point favorites. This is sitting where I, I get a little greedy. I want the Chiefs here, but um, it just seems like a scary game to bet on the Chiefs, especially since I don't know if they can get the type of pass rush on Tom Brady that would make this such an easy win. But uh, I don't know if the Tampa Bay Bucks can slow down the Kansas City Chiefs offense. So where are you leaning uh, here? See, I agree with you. Uh, at the line that it currently stands at, which is three and a half, I was very hesitant to take the Chiefs. Uh, I do like them to win this game, but at two and a half, I feel like they could definitely win by a field goal um, if it becomes a tight game where they can't get any pressure on Brady and Brady's just kind of throwing darts all game long. Uh, I, I could see that scenario happening, but I could still see the Chiefs winning by at least a field goal. 
So two and a half, I feel confident taking the Chiefs. Yeah, uh, I was going to say three and a half, which I saw today when I was, you know, sort of making my picks, I did not like. But uh, then when I wrote down our our mutual lines for the Ringer FanDuel Mega Contest, I was like two and a half. And then I was like, oh, that's under a big number right there. So uh, ride with the Chiefs. Yeah, I mean, I think that, you know, uh, Patrick Mahomes kind of, you know, has Brady's number. during the regular season. It, listen, it's this is the defending champs. And I know that the Raiders played them really tough last week. And I know Tampa Bay's looked really good. And I know they got a lot of weapons and they have a lot of big names on defense. But I don't know. Brady left a really sour taste in my mouth after last week's game. So I kind of feel like just taking the Chiefs just to spite him. Yeah. Because he's going he's gonna to be really upset when he listens to this podcast. Good call. All right, so how many picks does that make for us? That gives us four. That gives us four. There are two more games left, and uh, there might be one on here where I try to convince you of a very bad team that is getting points at home that we might be taking. Hold on, let me just make sure. We we already passed the Jets game, right? Yes. Okay, okay. It's possibly worse than the Jets. No. No, there is nothing worse than the Jets. Oh, wait till you hear it. We'll go on to the next game, though, but uh, I'm a quick pass on this one. Chicago Bears at the Green Bay Packers, minus 7.5. Just too many points for me, as bad as the Bears are. Uh, just, I want no part of the Packers, minus 7.5. And, a half. and uh, especially with the Bears off a of bye, I don't know how much that helps. Uh, maybe Nick Foles' thigh, Bruce, was able to heal up. He... <laughs> Wasn't crippled, as he uh, led us to believe. I don't know, man. I think that, you know, it's very possible that the Packers come out defensively and, you know, breathe on Nick Foles, and that's it for for the season. So that's a little concerning. I'm a little worried about that. But no, seven and a half, yeah, I'm not, I'm not touching a divisional opponent as bad as the Bears are, like you said. I could still see this being a tight game. Yeah. All right. We'll move on to the next one. And the bane of my existence. But for some reason, my true love of gambling destiny all year long. The Seattle Seahawks are at the Philadelphia Eagles. The Philadelphia Eagles are getting four and a half points. Don't shake your head. No. (laughs) No. Oh, my goodness. The Philadelphia Eagles are getting four and a half points at home. I don't know quite how to convince you on this one. Uh, literally zero stats in this game tell you that the Eagles have any chance in hell other than the defense occasionally plays okay. Not good, but okay. Uh, The Seattle defense, prior to the previous two weeks where they've been all right, has been poor. But uh, I just sort of like the Eagles and the points at home. Listen, I'm just going to tell you something really quick. You were scared of taking the Giants this week, okay, who beat these Philadelphia Eagles, okay? Now, Carson Wentz is on pace to have his worst year so far in his career. That defense, even though they tend to play pretty well when it comes to the pass rush, haven't shown anything else, and at times that pass rush is non-existent. Yet you sit here, trying to tell me 
that even after we hyped up Seattle all season long and called him the best <laughs> team and said and said Russell Wilson was uh, you know a possible MVP this year, and we talked about you know them getting some pieces back on defense, and we talked about how they've gotten a little bit better defensively over the last few games. You're still gonna sit here and try and sell me on the Eagles. How dare you, my friend? How dare you? I'm going to tell you this. I looked at this game's stats, and they said I was stupid. (laughs) (laughs) That's a shocker. Okay. But I'm going to tell you, I have a feel. It's a feeling, that gut feeling, where you know Philly's going to come out here and play well, and uh, I don't know. I just liked the line. I can't give any actual <laughs> conceivable response on why I like Philadelphia in the four and a half here. Listen, okay? I'm going to make it very easy for you. All right? We're taking the Eagles, okay? And the only reason we're taking the Eagles is because I can't <laughs> wait to see the look on your face when you're like, why did you let me take the Eagles? But we're taking the Eagles. As a matter of fact, I'm writing it down right now. We're taking the Eagles. Oh. It's been decided. We've got our five games. All right. Why don't you recap us on our five games for the mutual lines? Okay. Well, I don't have the lines with me, but I have the teams. We have Buffalo. We have Miami. We have New Orleans, Kansas City, and your Philadelphia Eagles. Fly, Eagles, fly, baby. All right. We move on from our mutuals to our individual picks. We both had pretty good weeks in week 11. Achilles reign. Went three and two wins with the Seattle Seahawks minus three, a loss with, listen to this, the Cincinnati Bengals plus again, one and a half. Like, again, if he would have stayed healthy, they win that game. Next up, the Green Bay Packers plus the two, a little tough luck there. A win with the Steelers and Jags under 46 and a half. Nice prognosticating there. And a win with the Rams plus four. So three and two overall in week 11. Overall, your record is 28, 24, and two. So pretty solid season so far this year. I've started to heat up in the NFL with three good weeks in a row. I had a win with the Seattle Seahawks. We had a loss with, dare I say, the Philadelphia Eagles plus three and a half. (laughs) (laughs) oh gosh this couldn't have played out any better i don't know if i want to go back and look at the archives of how many losses the eagles have racked up on me this year but i believe it's quite a few we had a win with the tennessee titans we had a win with the denver broncos and we had a win with the los angeles rams which made me four and one on the week overall 36 and 32 so uh both off to good starts on the year let's get into our picks this week, what do you got? Um, I'm reluctantly going with five picks. I have five picks as well. What's your first one for us? For my first one, even though I don't like it, uh, just one want to go on the record saying I don't like it. I just want to have something to get me going throughout this holiday season. Uh, I am taking the Houston, Texas at minus three. Oh, my Oh, my. Wow. Deshaun Watson, I'm telling you, man, he's going to light it up. He's going to get that, what is it, that gobbler trophy they give out? I don't think they do that anymore. 
<laughs> Listen, I'm old school, okay? So he's getting the gobbler even if he's getting it for me. <laughs> All right. My first pick of the week, the Buffalo Bills, minus five and a half points. Uh, we already talked about that one in our mutuals. Let's ride the Bills and ride a big win there. The rest I'm a little sketchy on. So uh, what do you got next? My next one, I have the Arizona Cardinals at minus two and a half. Oh, my. Oh, my. The wife, I can hear her screaming now. She's quite angry with you. All right. My next pick, Miami Dolphins minus the seven. We're going with the road favorites in New York, Miami Dolphins minus seven. Listen, baby girl, I'm sorry I picked against your team, okay? But please do not take away my chocolate pudding pie. I'm looking forward to it. For my next game, I am taking Dynamite David, Tennessee Titans. Oh, he's ecstatic at, right now. At plus three. Or he's falling asleep. What are the other? I think he's ecstatic. All right, my next pick. We're continuing our road favorite tradition to uh, essentially ruin my hot streak. New Orleans Saints minus the six. You know, our picks are really different this week. Yes, they are. We're we're usually on the same wavelength, but uh, this week we're totally opposite. Yeah, like either we kind of have the same picks or we have the same game but different views. And this time we're like on a complete different wavelength, which is a little scary. But uh, We're both going to do bad. (laughs) Listen, it's possible. But I think we've got a little wiggle room to have a bad week, and it's the holiday, so you know, you can you can let this one slide. All right. For, what do you got next up next? Game, uh, I am taking the Kansas City Chiefs at minus three and a half. Oh my! Well, we were on the same wavelength here, but I don't have the Chiefs spread. I have the Chiefs bucks over fifty six, large over, but uh, I'm feeling points in this one. Game played in the thirties for sure. Oh, that's actually a really good pick. I didn't even think about it until you just mentioned it. That but. way I have my Chiefs. They can score as many points as they want, but I don't have to worry about the three-and-a-half-point cover. And you know what? I'm so cheery because it's the holiday season. I'm going to give you my fifth pick, and I'm throwing in a sixth one for free. Oh. Okay, so for my fifth Well, I pick, think they're all free since we're now streaming live on Facebook. So. Uh. Okay, well, either way, you're getting a double free. Uh, this is this is my turkey holiday special pick. But my fifth pick, uh, I'm going with Seattle Seahawks at minus five. Oh, wow. I see we're doing a little battle here. I'll tell you, I, originally I got him at four, but I'm going with the line that I got today, which is five. So we'll stick with that. It should probably be noteworthy right now by the absence of the Philadelphia Eagles in my picks. <laughs> How confident you are. I can see it. I just figured by Sunday I'd talk myself into it and hope enough people bet on Seattle that it can work its way to almost a touchdown. But uh, my last one for the week is the Dolphins and Jets under 44 and a half. Uh, I'm not foreseeing many points scored by the Jets, and uh, I don't think the Dolphins have enough offense to really uh, score any points to threaten this under. So uh, Dolphins-Jets under 44 and a half. I like that pick. I like that pick. Now for my turkey special, my Thanksgiving Day special to all of you, to you, Champ, and Dynamite, and uh, Fish, everybody who watches and listens. Uh, I am taking the Rams. And what's that line at? Six and a uh, half, last I saw. Really? Is that what it's at? Oh, gosh. Uh, 
Here, let me just look at it really quick. I just want to make sure that I'm taking the... I don't think okay. it dropped. Okay, it's at six and a half. All right, I'm still taking my Rams at six and a half. All this right, riding the Rams with a touchdown favorite versus a division oh, yeah. opponent and with two teams who run the ball nonstop. And it's all because of you, guy, on Twitter that I won't name. I'm taking the Rams. All right, so those are our picks for the week. We'll do a little Turkey Day special. You got any Turkey Day props or picks you want to throw out here other than your normal one in the picks contest? Uh, you know, I did kind of jump on a, a prop bet, but it's probably a little too crazy for most people. Uh, I know that when I looked at it, it was a little too crazy for me. Um, let me see if I can find it here. I probably should have had this ready, but I didn't really. Well, you find it, and I'll give my prop picks. I have no real picks on the game, though uh, the odds are highly stacked that I end up betting on the Washington football team plus the three by the time game time rolls around. But prop-wise, I have Deshaun Watson over half an interception thrown. So uh, if Deshaun Watson throws a pick, I get a win. I have Marvin Jones Jr., over the 58 and a half yards receiving. I have Amari Cooper over 55 and a half yards receiving. I have Antonio Gibson over 73 and a half total rushing and receiving yards. I have JD McKissick over three and a half catches. And the big one, the big money line, big money winner. Any Washington defensive touchdown. Five to one odds. So uh, if Washington can get a defensive touchdown, come on, big Andy Dalton. Fire that ball into one of those D-backs hands for a nice pick six. I'll also settle for an Ezekiel Elliott fumble and uh, scoop and score. But uh, five to one, Washington defensive touchdown. Jesus, I didn't realize you were going to go all out. You needed some action today, didn't you? Yes, and I had no way to bet on any of these games because I hated them so much. And uh, I was hoping if I did enough prop work, I would not take my Washington football team at plus three. Listen, I took this one at at, at plus 375, but realistically, it's probably not going to happen. I just did it because, like I said, I needed something to keep me awake for the holiday season, especially since uh, I work a third shift uh, job that keeps me up all night and I need to stay up today. So I took uh, Brandon Cooks and Will Fuller both recording over 80 receiving yards. Oh my. Wow. (laughs) I know that's, it's a long shot, but listen, we had Cooks on our team. He could probably, he could do 80 yards in one catch. Well, uh, they both can hit the big one. So uh, uh, if the, if the Texans are launching balls today and uh, Detroit gave up a bunch of big ones last week. So uh, maybe you'll hit that one. It's possible. Not likely, but it's possible. All right. So those are our prop bets for the Thanksgiving Day game. That's our show. Where can we find you, Achilles? You can find me on Twitter at TD Achilles. You can find me on Instagram at that dude Achilles. And you can also check out my YouTube channel where I post gaming videos and a lot of nonsense at that dude Achilles also. All right, you can find me at Twitter and Instagram on GLNChamp5. Also, you can listen to our other podcasts, the Know-It-All podcast, and we just dropped a quick cast 
for basketball picks. Uh, it's only about five minutes long each episode. It's just our picks and uh, plays for the day. That's the Drive and Dish podcast. So uh, be sure to follow our other shows on the Greenlight Network. That's our show, and we're out. <laughs>